Hi there, and welcome to this year's Z Jaipur Literature Festival's Roundup podcast. I'm Eloise, and I'll be bringing you the highlights of the festival every day for the next five days. It's like a news bulletin, but for stories. Fictional, non-fictional, historical, mythological, ZJLF has got it all. This podcast is powered by Audio Compass, an app with a ridiculous number of cool audio tours for neighbourhoods and monuments, so download it on your phones as soon as you can. We're giving away a free three-month subscription, so once you've got it on your phones, type JLF2017, that's JLF2017, and you're good to go. If you're at the festival in Jaipur, you can even check out the walks at the City Palace and Amir Fort. So we've got all of that to look forward to. Friends and lovers of literature, welcome to the 10th edition of the Z Jaipur Literature Festival. This year the festival is 10 years old and India is celebrating its 70th birthday. So Teamwork Arts, the guys behind the festival, decided to go all out. Richard Flanagan and so many others, including a few surprises that will unfold before your eyes. Yes, that is the sound of sparklers which shot up on the front lawn stage almost setting the whole of Diggy Palace alight. This is where this festival is held, a heritage haveli, and it is looking as beautiful as ever. The day kicked off with a keynote speech by poets Gulzar and Anne Waldman, who, like many of us, is rather concerned about a certain upcoming event. I'm so happy to be here on the eve of this terrible inauguration in my own country, and I want to send out a shout to my sisters, my mothers, my children, the women who will be marching in Washington, D.C. and around the country to let the world know that this is not how we want to live. This is a dystopia. This is not what we are about as human beings. We're facing a war on the imagination. And we talk about post-truth and perhaps when we're all robotic, that will be an issue. But as long as I stand here with my blood and pulse and heart here in Jaipur, I feel very sustained and in a kind of zone. It's heaven. This is heaven. A lot of writers say that Jaipur feels like a kind of heaven, a haven of expression and ideas, and most of all, the imagination. And of course, it is in their hands that these ideas can find a form, even when, and perhaps especially when, they're outside the mainstream or against common convention. Here's David Hare, the playwright and screenwriter who started writing in the 70s. I just have always wanted to put women on the stage. It just seemed to me ridiculous when I was young uh, that the man always stood at the centre of the stage and then at the side would be a woman or two women but that the drama would always be about the man. Mm. But I suppose women always had a huge emotional importance. I'd been brought up by women, I'd been brought up among women, and I always wanted to write about women. And the difficult thing when you write about women is not casting the women, because the greatest actresses in the world will queue up because they are underserved. Right. But it is always very difficult to get the men to play the subservient part. I once made a film in which I asked a leading European actor 
to put his head in a woman's lap. And after that shot, he was laughing. And I said, why are you laughing? And he said, because as a man, a European, I am happy to put my man in a woman's lap. But you know that no American actor would agree to do that because of the loss of power involved in submitting to a woman like that. So there you go, guys. American men don't put their heads in women's laps, apparently. But if you're Sadhguru, a popular guru and yogi, all these preconceived ideas can lead to self-inflicted suffering. We have an intelligence for which you don't have a stable enough platform. What human beings are suffering is not life. What they're suffering is their inability to handle their own mind. We don't give a sharp knife to a child's hand, not because a knife is dangerous, because a child doesn't have a steady hand, he may hurt himself or somebody else. Now if you're given a sharp intellect, you must have a steady hand, otherwise you'll cut yourself every day and you think the world is torturing you. If your mind took instructions from you, would you choose to keep yourself joyful or miserable. You know how to be joyful, you want to be joyful, but to kick that butt you need a yogi. <laughs> Words of wisdom from one of the most popular gurus on the planet. But so much philosophy can make you hungry, so after Sadhguru, we all scurried off for lunch. It's paratha and paneer butter masala, then dal makhani and pavazi and chola gulcha, ma'am. You made it all yourself? Yes, ma'am. How much time did it take you to make all this food? It was all day and night, actually. We worked yesterday whole night. I had worked for 48 hours. And uh, how many parathas have you made? We have made 400 parathas today. 400 parathas? Yeah. And how much sabzi, dal, how much have you made? We have made almost 10, 10 kgs of each. Wow. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was Vidi Doshi with the tireless paratha wallas. All that food was in the delegate area, I hasten to add. But in the main area, there are all sorts of food and drinks, as well as a bustling bazaar area. And a bookshop, of course. This is where you can pick up some of the titles of the writers at the festival, including this one. I remember the day after the black dude was inaugurated. Foy Cheshire, proud as punch, driving around town in his coupe, honking his horn and waving an American flag. He wasn't the only one celebrating. The neighborhood glee wasn't O.J. Simpson getting acquitted or the Lakers winning the 2002 championship, but it was close. Foy drove past the crib and I happened to be sitting in the front yard husking corn. Why are you waving the flag, I asked him. Why now? I've never seen you wave it before. He said that it finally felt like the country, the United States of America, had finally paid off its debts. And what about the Native Americans? What about the Chinese, the Japanese, the Mexicans, the poor, the forest, the water, the air, the fucking California condor? When do they collect, I asked him. He just shook his head at me, said something to the effect that my father would be ashamed of me and that I'd never understand. And he's right, I never will. That was Paul Beatty with an excerpt from The Sellout, 2016's Man Booker Prize winner. Meanwhile, some of the younger members of the audience are enjoying other things. I'm Manya. I'm Anakta. 
I'm Simma. Okay, and you guys are all in school uniform. You've come here from school? Yes. Sagar Public School from Bhopal. Okay, and how did you find the day? It was, it was pretty interesting. It was exciting. Yeah. It was great to hear the sessions from the authors. Yeah. And we're all avid readers here, so we enjoy reading books. And we like we just sink into the world of books and we don't know where we are when we are reading. The school brought us here. Actually, we had to give a test and then we qualified for it and then we came here from the school. Oh wow, you had to give a test to come to Jaipur Lit yeah. Fest? What was the most interesting session of the day? Uh, the most interesting session was um, negotiating the net in teens. Even I liked that session a lot. There was a lot to learn from that about bullying, cyber bullying, cyber safety, privacy, etc. We, we learned, learned that the internet is a safe place as long as we use it safe. So now the the day is finished and you're you're all sharing a pizza? Yes. <laughs> How is it? It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, great. See you guys tomorrow. Yep, yep. see you soon. My girl do the same. That's all for now guys. Rajasthani Josh and Kabir Cafe are playing over at Clark's Amir tonight too. And I'll be back tomorrow with a little taster from them. Good night and see you tomorrow.